The opinions expressed in this show are the views of the host and not necessarily that of WTRW, 94.3 The Talker, or the Bold Gold Media Group. The following presentation is paid for by NJC Investments, who is solely responsible for its content. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin and Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Portions transcribed. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Your Financial Future program here on 94.3 FM, The Talker. My name is Nick Colarossi. I am with NJC Investments in beautiful Clarks Green, Pennsylvania, and I'm thrilled that you've chosen once again to join us as we open up this week's doors to the College of Financial Knowledge. Our program originates this morning from the luxurious corner office studio here at the beautiful Bold Gold Radio Complex, high atop the first week of fall, peaks and valleys of the West Mountain of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Our goal on today's program is to help you to become a better long-term investor and to help you to weather the storms, the investment markets of 2022. And boy, did we have another tough week last week. Now we have five out of the last six weeks down. We had the Federal Reserve out raising rates again. We're going to talk about what that all means for your portfolio now and into the next year and the year after that. We're going to talk about strategies today to keep you afloat, to tread water, to get you through these times and to start building that portfolio for success down the road. We have some cash alternative ideas. We have some income ideas. We even have some stock ideas from the Oracle of Omaha to cover. Yep, he gave us some picks on how to weather a recession in the stock market. We'll review his picks and we have more beyond that. So please make sure you stay with us the entire hour. I promise to make it well worth your while and you will be all the wiser for it. Before we get to all that great investment information, let me first introduce the man across the massive soundboard here at the corner office studio. Not only does he produce this program, but all of the other great programs that you hear on the talker on Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings, producer extraordinaire, Mr. DC Taylor. Yeah. Morning, Nick. How are you? I'm doing great, DC Taylor. It's another beautiful Saturday morning. Looks pretty good outside the big picture window here. Yeah, today's uh, today's decent, mostly sunny, near 70, and then uh, tomorrow will be some showers and uh, near 70. Not bad for the first weekend of fall. That's all right. I'll tell you, summer went by pretty quickly. Fall's my favorite time of the year, I think. Yeah, all right. And uh, just beautiful weather, yeah. usually. Hopefully, uh, we have an extended fall and a short winter. That's, that'd be nice. You order that up for us, won't you? Okie doke. All right. <laughs> 
Well, DC, before we get to the ever-important investment uh, strategies today in the news in the market, bad week last week in the markets. We'll talk about that. Yeah. But we're going to give you some hope, some ideas for the future, reasons that you might be planning for future success in these markets. A lot of things on sale right now, DC. Mm -hmm. And true wealth is really built in bear markets. That's when things are on sale. You don't want to be buying all your things at the top of the market. You want to be building quality low. And boy, do we have a lot of things on sale to cover today, right? Right. All right. Before we get there, though, let me first remind everyone, if there's ever a question that you have on our program, or if you'd like to speak to us on any financial matter that we may be of assistance on, give us a call at NJC Investments at any time, 570-586-5030. We love hearing from our listeners. If we can help you, we will help you in any way that we can in building your long-term portfolios. Well, DC Taylor, now five out of the last six weeks down in the market. Another tough week last week. Yeah. Markets all over the place on Friday. Um, not a good finish to the week. Where, where do you want me to start today? Well, how about the, uh, the Federal Reserve, the uh, interest rate hike there? Nope, th- and that that did not help, right? We no. we're, uh, Let me just explain on um, when that came out. That was on Wednesday. And right before, right before 2 o'clock when they announced 75 basis point rate hike, which we got, Mm -hmm. that was expected, I think, by about 90% of the analysts expected a 75 basis point hike. And that is exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. Now, going into that, the stock market, I'll use the Dow. The Dow was up 150 points right before that announcement at 2 o'clock. At 2 o'clock and 15 seconds, the Dow had gone from up 150 points (laughs) To down 150 points. Yeah. And then when Powell gave his statement, the Dow went up from down 150 points to up over 280 points. (laughs) And then he started taking questions. So a few minutes later, it went from up over 280 to negative. Oh, man. And then it went back to right where it was, up 150 points when he was done speaking and taking questions. Yeah. And then the rest of the day... Uh-huh. it ended up down over 500 points. Right. If you watch the day-to-day, if you get caught up with the day-to-day, the minute-to-minute, you'll go crazy in this market. You have to focus on your long-term goals. Yeah. You know why it's going up 500 points and down 500 points and all over the place? Because that, that's all people that are you know trading from one day to the next, like selling one day and buying the next and selling the other the next day. That's right. And the way they're doing it, is through the use of artificial intelligence. So what it is, is it's programmed by people to do that. Right. But it's computers that are reading headlines Uh. and jolting the market one way or another. (laughs) Gone are the days when we used to see the New York Stock Exchange with all the people waving their hands and yelling and screaming. Uh. But that those guys on the trading floor, they used to slow down the markets either way, up or down. Yeah. We don't have that buffer anymore. So these day-to-day, minute-to-minute, hour-to-hour gyrations will drive you crazy if you're watching it all day long. Don't do that. I have to do that. You don't. (laughs) Tune in once a week on Saturdays. We'll catch you up. Anyway, the point is the markets have just just been irrational. Mm -hmm. The problem is they can be irrational as long as they want, and nobody can tell you exactly when they will settle down. I will tell you with good confidence that they will settle down in the future. Yeah. I don't know the date. Right. 
You have to be a long-term investor. You have to be diversified. You have to be in quality. And we are going to give you examples of all of those items in just a few minutes. Examples of things that we've done and other investors are doing to weather the investment markets of 2022. But on Friday morning, very interesting, as the futures are down over 200 points, a release comes from Goldman Sachs that they are cutting their S&P target for the end of the year from 4,300 down to 3,600. And they think there's another 4% down in stocks by year's end. Hmm. Now, isn't it nice that on the down day of the market where we hit new lows Uh, on Friday in the market, that they cut their target that day? Oh, how about that? Why didn't they cut it? Three months ago. I, that's what drives me crazy about Wall Street. Sure. They'll come in at the end of the story, say, oh, we're cutting our target now. <laughs> right. And then they'll say at the end of the year, see, we were right. See? <laughs> right. But they're, they're cutting it 16%, basically. Jeez. Now, that scared everybody, right? Right. Well, let me tell you something. They said, how much down before the end of the year did I just say? 4%. 4% more down by the end of the year. Uh-huh. We were down over 2% on Friday. I can live with down two more percent if it's going to go up after that. Right. Can you? Yeah, of course. <laughs> 4% from here. Okay. Yeah. Very courageous Goldman Sachs. <laughs> um, not one of my favorite outfits. In fact, all of the major law, um, Wall Street firms, I, 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 th- I think you're better off looking at some of the smaller firms that give much better advice. They're not loaded up with uh, opinions and uh, political mm-hmm. uh, opinions. Mm-hmm. So. That's, you know, what do we say about politics? Keep your politics out of your portfolio. Absolutely. I don't think that Goldman Sachs is, uh, does that very well, no. but uh, a lot of different areas in on Wall Street that, you know, I would steer you away from Goldman Sachs. In my opinion, humble opinion, uh-huh. not my favorite area. Right. Beyond Goldman Sachs, D.C. Taylor, we had a retest of the market lows that we put in on June 16th. Remember, we had those big lows then since June 16th until the last weekend in August. We had a major uptrend going where we even talked about maybe even going positive for the year on the Dow. We got close. But now, unfortunately, the Dow has technically slipped back into bear market territory. We're back at those lows. So over the next few days, the market technicians would tell you, if these lows don't hold right here, there's another leg down. And that will also be factored into the algorithms that the computers read. Right. So it could, go, it could be fast. So I will <laughs> warn you, there can be another leg down in these markets. However, if we can hold these lows and bounce up off of them, the market technicians, the experts, DC. <laughs> the experts. The ex- <laughs> right. <laughs> the experts or, or the algorithms will certainly be reading it that, hey, that's a buy signal. <laughs> so the next few sessions, at least for the short-term markets, will be very important to watch. However, for the long-term markets, the key that you need to be looking for is the end of the interest rate hike cycle. And the only way that we will get there, in my opinion, is if we see a report on inflation that actually ticks down. Okay. Now, we've said that we don't think he's got much more to raise rates. I still believe that. His target now for Fed funds is 4.6%. That's the bank overnight bank lending rate. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you don't need to remember all that. What you know, need to know is they just got raised to 3.25 to 3.5. So 4.6, if he gets all the way to his target, I'm talking uh, Chair Powell, that's 1.1% to 1.3%. That's, in my mind, two rate hikes. There are those saying three. There are those saying he'll go on into 2023. I don't believe that. And there may there may still be a pivot of some sort, a softening of language before the midterm elections, because the next rate meeting for interest rates, uh, if they're going to raise them, comes on November 1st and 2nd. Okay. Do you know what comes up on November 8th? Uh, election day. Uh, election. Midterm election. Do you think that um, either side of the aisle would like to see higher interest rates and shakier <laughs> markets going into the midterms? I don't think so. So no. there's a chance that they may say something a little bit more comforting to the markets. I wouldn't bank on it at this point because they're saying they're going to be aggressive, but there is a chance. So stay tuned every Saturday. We will keep you up to date right here on the Your Financial Future program. Well, thanks again for tuning in to 94.3 FM, The Talker, this morning. My name is Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments, helped ably along by Mr. D.C. Taylor of Bold Gold Radio fame. And thanks for allowing us to be the soundtrack for your early Saturday mornings. D.C., let's finish up on optimistic notes. Okay. All right. All right. We gave these to you last week and I think they're worth repeating. Of course, we have new listeners yeah. every week and people drop in and uh, well. enjoy the program. We like hearing your comments. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Hope you get some information that's helpful in building your investment portfolios. But last week we talked about some optimism. We'll finish up this segment with that and then we'll get into some sample investments that uh, certain investors, some investors are using to weather the storms and give you some ideas, right? Okay. But last week we told you, DC, after the first year, one year down the road after interest rates end, that markets are up. On the last 12 interest rate hike cycles when they've ended, markets, and I think we're getting closer, Mm -hmm. markets are up 100% of the time one year down the road. Okay. But uh, past performance is not a guarantee of future results. See, that all I have to do is pull that little string. You're so good at that anymore, but that's true. Right. We don't know. This is all new territory, but that's a pretty good track record. Yeah. And I just came across another one year after rate hikes begin. And we're, what are we, three or four in? Mm -hmm. um, One year after they begin, in the last six rate hike cycles, we've been up Six out of six, one year later. Okay. So those, again, very good optimistic things to look forward to if they come true. Past performance, we don't know. Not guaranteed or indicative, but uh, we'll see. The other thing I reminded you last week, and I'll remind you once more, when Jay Powell gave that big speech about how aggressive he was going to be and the markets went down over 1,200 points just a few weeks back, the NASDAQ 100 index did something it has only done 12 times before. Had all 100 stocks in the index down in one day. It's only happened 12 times in history, D.C. Yeah. And do you know what's happened after that, D.C. Taylor? Uh, They all went back up. Within one year of that phenomena happening the last 12 times, 12 out of 12 times, the market was positive. One year later, with an average return, of over 21%. So there are some reasons for optimism. Don't 
get caught up in the day-to-day minutia. I know it is painful. Stay diversified. Stay in quality. Get your shopping lists ready. There are a lot of great stocks, a lot of great funds, a lot of great ETFs on sale right now. These are the same things that many investors wanted just a year or two ago and were piling into them and now don't want to touch them. It's the only industry in the world, DC Taylor, (laughs) when things are on sale. Nobody wants them. That doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) If you're a long-term investor, I believe there is plenty of opportunity right now to slowly dollar cost average in. Don't go in all at once. Because nobody knows where the bottom is. But if you dollar cost into quality over time, I strongly believe that will pay off handsomely. Well, DC, let's take a break right here and thank our friends from Seidel's Restaurant in North Scranton for sponsoring this portion of our program. A great Italian-American bistro right here in your own backyard. Brand new outdoor patio. Great time of the year for that. Mm -hmm. And also, they have a great nightly special list. Why don't you do yourself a favor and pick up your phone right now. Get your reservations to Seidel's Restaurant. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Your financial future back after this message. Please stay with us. If you're searching for a special dining experience, Sedell's Restaurant is your home for great taste. Sedell's Restaurant is one of Scranton's elite fine dining establishments, specializing in Italian-American contemporary cuisines. At Sedell's, generous size entrees are prepared with only the highest quality ingredients. So whether you're having a meal for business or pleasure, it's sure to leave a lasting impression. Sedell's Restaurant has mouth-watering Italian-American contemporary cooking with a delightful ambiance. At Sedell's, you are certain to find unique specials for what you're craving. If you can't find an entree off their elaborate menu, just ask the chef. He can create an off-the-menu meal for you. At Sedell's, the owner is also the chef. Sedell's is located on the corner of Main Avenue and Tripp Street in North Scranton. They are now accepting holiday party reservations and on- and off-site holiday catering. 343-6544. That's 343-6544. Make it special. Make it Sedell's. Welcome back, and thanks for staying with us here at 94.3 FM, The Talker. I am Nick Colorossi of NJC Investments, helped along by Mr. D.C. Taylor of Bold Gold Radio fame on this beautiful first Saturday of fall, 2022, and the market certainly did fall last week, uh, D.C., right, (laughs) in uh, step with uh, the weather, right, uh, or the season, I should say, but uh, better times are ahead. Mm -hmm. We have some ideas coming up for you in cash and cash alternatives. We have some income ideas that may be timely in a market like this. You'll have to do your homework on that, of course, and we also have some ideas from the Oracle of Omaha, Mr. Warren Buffett on things that he likes to look at in times of recession. He gives us some picks. We'll review those as well. But before we get to that, DC Taylor, I'd like to thank you for this piping hot cup of coffee. You you did it again, dashed down the hall, came back without spilling a drop. (laughs) And what do we have in front of us today? Well, quite simply, it is, uh, it is a rich tasting, uh, it is a wonderful, deep flavor, and a uh, but a very simple name. 
Autumn Brew. Autumn Brew. Boy, <laughs> you, you are timely with your coffee. That's right. Very seasonal. Autumn Brew. Well, it's, <laughs> it's terrific. We urge everyone, hey, why don't you grab a cup of whatever it is that gets your early Saturday morning started? Sit back and enjoy the rest of our program. Well, DC, we've come to one of my favorite parts of the program where we catch you up on the markets where we stand year to date. Mm-hmm. It's not pretty, but I have a feeling it will get better. Sure. Tell, I, tell me the day. I believe in it. No, I, I'm, no not it, telling you. Sorry. It always has in the past. We will hope it does in the future. We right. just have to stick with your long-term plans and look for opportunities. Right. That's, that's my advice. Yes. But we'll get there with the markets. I know you're not in that much of a hurry to hear the numbers today. <laughs> but before we get there, you know that I always like to give you a hot tip on some of the best investments that you can ever make. That is investing in your family investing in yourself and investing in your own community. I have some, I I have two quick ones here, DC that cover all of those. Yeah. First, the Lackawanna river conservation association, L R C a for short. Yeah. They'll be down at Sweeney's beach. That's at 40 poplar street in Scranton today, starting at 11 AM. They got those little duck floats, you know, the duck, the duck races, (laughs) Uh right? Yeah. The annual Lackawanna river duckathon, the plastic duck race will take place today. You can win prizes for that, but this is a great cause there'll be also there'll be music live music there'll be vendors there crafts there it's a big shindig in scranton pa at sweeney's beach starting at 11 today goes till 5 p.m for a great cause the fundraiser for the lackawanna river conservation association boy they've really done a great job cleaning up the lackawanna river there's still room for improvement there always is but they have done a great job over the last 35 years of taking care of that river get out and enjoy that with the family yeah and also roba's family farms now open for the fall season Get up there and do your hay rides, your maize, your pumpkins, mm. apple pies. They got those apple cider donuts and right. the campfires up there. All the great areas for the children to play, the hay and the big air mattresses they have for bounce. The kids love that. Yeah. The kids love that. Of course. So get up there. It, it goes right through Halloween and we'll be turning over to Christmas. So make sure you get out with the entire family. Have a great time at Robus Farms. It's in North Abington. Just type it into your browser. You will find it up mm-hmm. there in Scott Township. Go there every year, DC. Yeah, nice. What do you have for us today? Well, first we got the uh, Bloomsburg Fair that is going on now through October first. That'll be uh, that'll be next Saturday, right? Yeah, uh, the food and the music, the rides, the demolition derby, tractor pulls, attractions, and fun. Uh, Joan Jett going to be performing live on stage uh, Monday night at seven thirty. Just saw Joan Jett about a month back. Oh, nice. Yeah. So she's <laughs> still still knocking them out. Still rocking it out. All right, and uh, BloomsburgFair.com is the uh, is the website. You go to the Bloomsburg Fair. Make sure you uh, look for some of our friends down there. W and L. Subaru. They're on Route 11 in Northumberland, and they are also a vendor at the Bloomsburg Fair. Uh, Kitty Cartoons, caricatures for all occasions. Uh, He's set up in uh, Freedom Hall at the Bloomsburg Fair. And First Keystone Community Bank, sponsor of uh, the Bloomsburg Fair Queen program. They're also a vendor there at uh, Bloomsburg Fair. So uh, please uh, make sure you stop by and uh, tell our friends. uh, Tell our friends we said hi there. Um, Also, the Light the Night Walk to benefit the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. It's happening... uh, Later on tonight at Naog Park in Scranton, uh, walkers carry battery-powered lanterns in one of three colors, red for supporters, gold in memory of those lost to cancer, 
and uh, white for those who have survived or are battling cancer. Registration begins at 4.30 this afternoon, and then the walk starts uh, just after dusk. So uh, you want to get some info on that, just do a search for Light the Night Scranton and uh, get more info and uh, head on over to uh, Nayog Park later on this afternoon and this evening. Great events, DC Taylor. Sure. Make sure you get out, support these groups, and enjoy the uh, outdoors with, with your family. Absolutely. All right. Well, DC Taylor, time to get back to finance and let's uh, let's give the numbers. Here's yeah. where we stand as of September 24th. Last week of September, DC. Yes. How about that? Yeah. 2022. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down about 19.5% now. The S&P 500 down 23% and the Nasdaq down about 31% now in the year. We did touch lows on friday Mm -hmm. it'll be very interesting to see where this market goes it can break either way from this area because we did retest those lows Mm -hmm. some will tell you we're going down some will tell you we're going up some will be right yeah some will be right (laughs) don't get too caught up in the day-to-day the week-to-week right the long term you are a long-term investor this creates opportunity keep that in mind the uh, price of a barrel of oil, DC Taylor, big spike down on Friday, down over five percent. So you're you're uh, going to the pump tomorrow. It'll oh. be down five percent. Oh, right? sure, yeah, exactly, yeah. That's how it works. Came in about seventy, just under seventy nine dollars per barrel now. Uh. Remember, it was uh, well above a hundred. Sure. So yeah. uh, why is that? I, do you have an opinion? Do I have? I I think it's just um, they've been producing more. I guess they got a, the bigger supply, and there's been less demand. Uh, people are spending, trying to spend less. I think mm-hmm. the second part more than the first. Now they did release some oil from the strategic reserve. There's a debate on whether that's wise or not, but uh, that has brought prices down just a bit. Uh, but I think more is the second thing you said. The demand. That's the big fear. I don't know that the demand has tailed off, but they're thinking if we're going into a global recession, Mm -hmm. that there won't be as much energy and as much oil used. Right. And that's why we saw the tail off, whether they're right now or not. I've heard that before, and Mm -hmm. then we've gone back up. Yeah. So remember, if you're investing in the energy markets, they are volatile like anything else. Sure. But uh, oil down uh, 5% on Friday. 10-year treasury yield is the real culprit here. Spiking up a bit now, up to three point seven percent. I've told you in the past. I think if it goes aggressively above four, mm-hmm. the markets will have more damage. Um, so we'd like to see that uh, kind of moderate in here. And I think the only way that that moderates is we get a lower inflation report, or we hear a little bit more moderate talk from the Fed. Neither of which we've had. Let's see how it goes as we go forward. So again, I think the important thing on the markets, DC Tiller, at least for the short term, is we are right on those retest levels. Yeah. And that's what the the one guys on the right are going to tell you it's going up from here. The guys on the left are going to tell you it's going down from here. And uh, we'll see. Next week will be an interesting week. I think uh, as we get through the rest of 2022, I still think we have a chance of being higher than where we are right now. At least that's my hope. Mm -hmm. But keep your long-term investment goals and plans in place and look for opportunity. You're listening to the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM, The Talker with Nick Colarossi of 
NJC Investments and D.C. Tiller of Bold Gold Radio fame. And we'd like to welcome all the other financial advisors that listen in on a weekly basis, D.C. Tiller, to get new ideas sure. for their clients. And we have some new ideas coming up, so stay tuned for those. Good. But we welcome everyone. Absolutely. And uh, I hear from some from time to time. They, yeah. they appreciate the program. So, and just like everybody else, we are not always right with our opinions and nobody is. Right. But there are no experts in this game, DC Taylor. Not found one. Not one. So we have our opinions. Some are good. Sometimes uh, we falter a bit. But what we're trying to do here is to get out as much information, as many ideas, as many strategies as we can, not as recommendations from me to you. I don't know your particular circumstances, but you may hear something on the program that piques your interest. And if that's the case, we urge you to do your own homework, work with your own financial advisor. And of course, if we can help in any way at NJC Investments, never hesitate to give us a call. 570-586-5030. We'd be happy to talk to you, happy to provide you the deep information and details you would need to make a wise investment decision. And of course, that's free of charge or obligation. DC, let's move on to some ideas right now of things that are working or things that are helping investors weather the investment markets of 2022. You know, we're getting a lot of calls in the office about how do I keep my um, investment portfolio safe? Should I be, should I have some in cash? Cash is king in this type of a market, at least recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've brought in a lot of accounts over the last few months that we've left in cash or started to just dollar cost average into slowly, like we've talked about before, that you go in little by little instead of going in with both feet in this type of a market because we don't know where the bottom is. Nobody does. Right. Um, it could have been put in on Friday and it, it, there could be more pain to go. We'll see. Um, but cash is one thing. And a lot of investment houses will have money market funds. If you sell some of your positions, it will sit in money markets. The problem with money markets, DC, according to Friday's Wall Street Journal, the average return on a money market is 0.17%. So that's not too good. Right. Um, Let's look then at a CD. So CDs are guaranteed uh, FDIC insured. So if you look at a three-month CD right now, you can look at, and we do have CDs from all across the country to NJC Investments that we can invest in. They're averaging about 3.35. I did see one as high as 3.4% for a three-month CD. Now, Interesting, a five-year CD, which I would not lock into here. That's just my opinion because I, I'm hoping anyway that rates will be lower five years from now. But a five-year CD, only 1.92% going out. Uh, that again, according to the Wall Street Journal, that's the average. So if you can look at three-month CDs and continually roll those, right now again, 335 to 3.4%. You're all, I'm also getting a lot of questions on treasury bonds. Yes, we can buy treasury bonds at NJC Investments. They are in a minimum of $100,000. So if you're looking for treasury bonds and going out in the same time period, three months right now, and they're backed up by the full faith and credit of the U.S. government, known as some of the safest investments out there, treasuries right now in the three-month range about 28 to 2.9%. Mm-hmm. If you go out a year, you're looking at about 4% yeah. on those. Okay. So uh, we had a question come in in Mitchell's mailbag last week. What's wrong with buying a one-year treasury bond at 4%? 
absolutely nothing unless you're locked into it and the market starts its rebound and the market could go up. It went down at one point, almost 3% on Friday at one point. Yeah. It can go up 4% in two days. Right. So know that, but certainly a safe investment for a portion of your money if that is suitable in your investment portfolio right now. Another area, DC, that we discussed on last week's program, and it came from an article in the uh, Barron's Magazine from September 12th entitled, How to Get a 6-plus percent yield in today's markets. And um, it was by Lawrence C. Strauss. He was talking about floating rate funds and leveraged loan funds, which typically benefit as rates go higher. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you one example from that article that we, we currently do not own. I'll do my due diligence on it as well. And it's the Eaton Vance Floating Rate Advantage Fund, the symbol E-I-F-A-X. And the dividend distribution yield on that DC, 6.6%, with an average annual return of over 3% over the last five years, according to Barron's. And it's in the top 2% of its peers. And there are many funds in this area. That's just one example. But you should be doing some homework in the floating rate and leveraged loan area if it's suitable for your portfolio if you expect interest rates to continue to rise or at least stay at these levels or go even higher. And that's what the Fed Reserve is telling us right now, DC. Okay. So there is another example of things working in these markets right now designed to try to help you keep afloat, tread water, and get through this year. Right. Well, DC, we better take a break here, but please don't go anywhere. When we come back, we are going to review another article from Michael Foster writing for the Contrarian Outlook, where he likes to give us uh, contrarian ideas and income. And these are two ideas that we, I like this article, it just happens to be some that we have owned for years, yeah. covered by Michael Foster. He's catching up to us, DC Taylor. Yeah. But uh, we'll review those as well. Some interesting takes on high income right now, what Foster believes will happen in the middle of this downturn, in the middle of, yes, we're going to call it a recession. Mm -hmm. right, we'll, we'll have that article right when we get back. And still to come, the Oracle of Omaha gives us his stock picks to weather the bear market. Well, DC, let's take a break right here. But before we do, let's thank our friends at Montrose Motors in beautiful Montrose, Pennsylvania, for sponsoring this portion of our program. They have great New Ford's coming, DC. It's almost 2023. The lineup's yeah. got to be out there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Still have some 2022s, I'm sure. And sure. what else do they have? Uh, if a, a top quality pre-owned vehicle is what you're looking for in your, your needs, your budgets, uh, they'll help you find uh, the perfect one for you. Well, that is true. They have a great service department, mm -hmm. wonderful, family-friendly atmosphere. So check out my pals at Montrose Motors. I'm sure they'll make you a great deal on your next vehicle. Your financial future back in mere moments. Please stay with us. Looking for a dealership where you'll feel right at home the minute you walk into the showroom? This describes Montrose Motors to a T. You know, that Ford dealership in the great little town of Montrose, Pennsylvania? Not only do they have a great selection of new Ford vehicles in stock, they also have an equal amount of quality pre-owned cars, SUVs, and trucks. It's just a short country drive to the no-hassle Ford dealer Montrose Motors on Grow Avenue. Ask for Andy Bennett or Doug Thomas. These guys really have never met a stranger. You'll end up friends. 
Nestled in the rolling hills of beautiful Clark's Green, Pennsylvania, you will find NJC Investments, a capable small town firm with local values working right here for the citizens of our own community. Whether it's retirement planning, college planning, or just building up that long-term nest egg, the advisors at NJC Investments have decades of experience helping your neighbors achieve their goals. Why don't you get to know NJC Investments too? You can reach us at 570-586-5030. That's 570-586-5030. And we welcome you to join us weekly as we broadcast the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM The Talker, Saturdays at 9 a.m. NJC Investments, helping to take the mystery out of your financial future. Securities offered through Lee Ball and Company LLC, member FINRA SIPC. This is the Your Financial Future program with Nick Colarossi on 94.3 FM, The Talker. I'm D.C. Taylor, and sitting over on the other side of the massive soundboard over there is uh, is Nick. Hi, Nick. How are you? Hello, D.C. Taylor. I'm hanging in there pretty well, I think. It's yeah. been a, a tough market week, yeah, but uh, it's a, a beautiful yeah. Saturday morning. That's right. Put the market away for a couple of days. Uh, um, you yeah. know, it'll, it'll be interesting on Monday because mm-hmm. we did dip below the lows on right. Friday, the uh, June 16th lows. However, we closed above them. Yeah. It's going to have yeah. all the experts confused on whether the buy or sell on Monday. <laughs> right. It's, it'll be interesting. Okay. And uh, we'll hope for the buy side to start and keep going, but um, yeah. time will tell on that. Quick statistic for you, DC. In the second year of a presidency, which we're in right now for Joe Biden, uh-huh. has one of the worst returns historically. For the stock market, dating back to 1929, the president's second year, the average annual return on the S&P 500 only 6.7%, when mm-hmm. the average over the la- in that time period is closer to 12%. Okay. A little bit less now with this year so far. Yeah. But still... Um, Maybe that has something to do with it. That's an interesting uh, statistic. Okay. All I right. think also, our president now... Mm-hmm. Our la- let's start with our last... Last president was a businessman. Yeah. He was friendly to business and business did well. Yeah. This president has been a government man. Right. He's friendly to government and government seems to be doing well. Yeah. We had record tax receipts again, just came in about a week ago. Uh-huh. The IRS has record, all time record high tax receipts. <laughs> that tells me, DC Tiller, we do not have a revenue problem for the government. What do we have? A spending problem. How about that? How about <laughs> that's the problem with inflation too? Too many dollars being print it mm-hmm. and thrown into the marketplace and that's you know yeah it's got to come to an end if we expect to get inflation to, to you know to come down a bit so we'll see how that goes going forward okay i'd like to remind everyone don't forget to check out my pal dc tiller right here weeknights on our sister station 105 1035 the river a great classic rock program much better than watching the stock market every single day, right? <laughs> right. Relax, kick back, enjoy some classic rock. Yes, yeah, it's escape to the music. We don't uh, we don't do politics. We don't do finances on the uh, on the on the DC Taylor program. And now he's doing celebrity interviews. Tell him about your Brett Michaels interview. Oh yeah, I was talking to uh, Brett Michaels, the uh, frontman of Poison, and so many other things. That is what you know. That is what I learned from my interview with him. Is 
gosh, he sure does have a lot of stuff going on. Has had a lot in his you know solo career. Um, and and, and uh, uh, what intrigued me most is he he uh, he owns his own business. I think it's like Brett Michaels Entertainment Incorporated mm-hmm. or something. So he owns like the rights, I think, to all his music. It, it's you know it, he almost I guess kind of doesn't have a boss really. It's he's his own boss. Not bad. And he's got lots. He got lots of happy employees, and they do a lot of uh, volunteer work and stuff. So uh, very very interesting guy to talk to. Brett Michaels of uh, Poison. I got to talk to him last week. Yeah, I get to see them about a month back in Hershey. They played yeah. with uh, Joan Jett and a few other bands. Uh-huh. And out of every he was the most down to earth on stage he was just taking it in because he's from that area yeah, yeah. he said i love being here uh, i used to come to concerts here as a kid this now venue. i'm here yeah uh-huh, right it just just seems like a great guy yeah, yeah it's definitely well back again to finance now dc right and check out dc taylor weeknights because you get that kind of wit and wisdom things you wouldn't really uh pick up uh, just from listening to the music he has all the tales in between That's so true. great program dc thank you appreciate it so back to finance, and I, I wanted to get in some income ideas. Came across an article last week from Michael Foster writing for the, he's the investment strategist at the contrarianoutlook.com. And this caught my attention, DC, because it had in it funds that we have covered here on the program and that we've owned for years now at NJC Investments for certain investors, certainly not all. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I own them that I wanted to share these with you. It's because they're interesting ideas in a time like this that I'm I'm throwing them out there that take a look at this area of investments, of this income area, because there, there are many, many, many hundreds of examples. These are just a couple that some investors are saying, hmm, maybe we should be doing some homework in that area. Mm. So uh, I'm not recommending these to you. These are more aggressive investments, uh, income investments, but it might be something to do some homework on if you have an interest in this area. He's talking about closed-in funds in the high-yield bond area known as junk bonds. He says that's an unfortunate title they got (laughs) labeled with. It's companies that are lower rated, so therefore they're willing to pay a higher interest rate on their bonds to investors. And a lot of people think they're, they're, you know, much, much more risky, but He points to uh, charts from Fitch Ratings, and Fitch is very known as a pessimistic credit rating agency, and they have the default rates on high-yield bonds and leveraged loan funds, and that's what we're talking about here in the next few examples. In 2020, the default rate on uh, high-yield bonds, 5.2%, 21.5%, and forecast in 22 of only 1%. In 2020 on leveraged loans, very similar, 45 0.6, and 1.5% is forecast for this year. But if you're doing it within, if you're buying these investments within a closed-in fund, you're automatically diversifying, this according to Michael Foster, that you're diversifying across 100 or hundreds of different bonds, cutting your default risk, as he says it, to essentially zero. Mm-hmm. All right. So mm-hmm. he says this brings down your risk. He gives us three examples. He says one that I wouldn't buy right now. And we ha- we own all three. Uh, the first is PHK, the PIMCO High Income Fund. And we've had that on the books for a while. I don't believe we've purchased any in a long time on that fund, but we've held it because it has a recurring monthly dividend that you can re. In fact, they all do that you can reinvest 
or you can take out in cash. He says the PIMCO high income fund a little bit high on leverage and it's trading at a premium to its net asset value where the other two are trading currently at discounts to their net asset value also from PIMCO. So again, according to Foster, he'd stay away from PHK, the PIMCO high income fund, but he likes the PIMCO dynamic income opportunity fund, symbol PDO, and he likes the PIMCO dynamic income fund, PDI, one dynamic income opportunity, one just dynamic income, Okay, PDI and uh, PDO. And let me just give you the rates of return, which they are down significantly. And that's why Foster likes them right here. He thinks they're a bargain right here. And I will also give you their current dividend payout rate as of Friday. So PDO, the PEMCO Dynamic Income Opportunity Fund, as of Friday, closed down 29.29% year to date. But when that goes down like that, what happens to that dividend yield, DC Taylor? It goes up. It goes up to, a. it's right now, as of the close on Friday, 11.11%. Down 29.29 and up 11.11 on the dividend. Okay. So that is, in Foster's opinion, he thinks they have come to be on sale right here. That's his opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, down 29%. It's highly unusual to see bond funds, even high-yield bond funds, go down that much in one year, but brought that dividend yield to over 11%. On the PIMCO Dynamic Income Fund, PDI is the symbol, down 25.01% year-to-date as of Friday, with a 13.67% yield currently because of that price dive. 13.6. Now, yeah. those dividends, DC, mm-hmm. are paid out. That's the annual yield. They're paid out monthly. You can create your own dollar cost averaging plan and reinvest those dividends each month if you like or take them in cash. But when you see something down 29 or down 25% year to date in the bond area with 11 and 13% yields, right. what does that tell you? Uh, that they're more aggressive and they carry more risk. Absolutely. So make sure if you have an interest in this area, you know the risks involved and know your own suitability for your own portfolio work closely with your financial advisor. And as I say, these are two examples. There are hundreds of them out there. You can look around um, and do your work and easy to find. Yeah. Just take your browser down and you'll find competitors to it and everything else. So uh, do your homework and find the bargains that are out there. No guarantees DC Taylor, but looking back over the past few years, these, these types of funds have, every time we've had problems in the, in the markets, in our, our geopolitical problems, going back to 2002, we had fears of uh, terrorism, 2008, the global financial crisis, mm-hmm. U.S. debt default in 2011, the, the Fed rate hikes back in 2016 that um, gave fear to the market of recession, just like now. Right. What happened back then? Very similar reactions to what we're seeing this year. Um, if you look back to just 2016, Foster says it's almost like a rhyme. They're down about the same amount. What happened in the next year after 2016 when things settled down? On average, over actually the next three years, now PDO wasn't around, but PDI and PHK were. They had average returns, total returns of 62% over the next three years. 
after uh, 2016. Mm-hmm. Again, past performance is never a guarantee of future results, but it certainly gives us an idea that we might want to look into this area, especially if the market starts a recovery soon in 2022 or 2023. Sure. All right. Well, is that the uh, hotline ringing, Mr. Producer? Oh, wait, I'm Mr. Producer. I yes. can I can see it from here <laughs> blinking. Yes, it is blinking. It's the hotline ringing, uh, the studio hotline ringing every time, uh, every uh, week, every Saturday morning at this time. You know what that means, Nick. It's time for Mitchell's Mailbag. Yes, it is time for Mitchell's Mailbag here on the Your Financial Future program. This is where we answer your questions they can get those in via email to us. We'd love to hear from you. Send them to nick at njcinvestments.com and put in the subject line, Mitchell's Mailbag. And uh, and then they all go to our uh, our colleague in the field, Mitchell Dimitrik. He's on the phone right now. Hi, Mitchell. How are you? Hello, DC. Hello, Nick. How are we doing on this beautiful Saturday morning? We're doing just great. It is a beautiful Saturday morning, first weekend in fall. DC Taylor's all dressed in brown and orange over here in the studio. He's got the uh, he's got the theme going on. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, we're we're looking forward to your questions this morning. Well, I'm looking forward to asking them. Well, then uh, let's get right into it. Uh, why don't we, uh, Mitchell? Go ahead with uh, question number one, please. Alrighty. Question number one comes from Josh in Hazleton. Josh asks, do you think that we have seen the final capitulation in the markets? And is it time to start buying equities? Well, Josh in Hazleton, that's the question of the day, right? Is, is the selling over? We're not sure yet. Now, uh-huh. we saw a big down day on Friday. We did go back down to the lows, actually went below the lows of June 16th on the Dow and the S&P. So new new bear markets there. We'll see if that's the end of it. Goldman Sachs came out and said another 4% down, but that was uh that was uh, that's only 1.5% more, right? The Dow right. was down over 2.5% on Friday. So it's almost impossible to pick a bottom, right? The Dow theory would say when the when the transports and the Dow Jones Industrial Average go to new lows that there's going to be together, which they did on Friday. Mm-hmm. There's going to be another leg down in the market. That can very well be. I don't think it's too early to start buying quality, if, whether that be um, bonds or stocks or funds, whatever it is, as long as it's quality. But I would caution, because nobody can pick a bottom, do it little by little. Leg into the market slowly but surely. If you have $100,000 to invest, invest 10 to 20 now, depending on your risk tolerance and your time horizon. Mm-hmm. Maybe next month the same and, and so forth. Average in. Dollar cost average into quality right now. That has usually paid off very well, DC, yeah. over the long run. like the sound of that. All, All right. right. Let's, uh, let's get to question number two in Mitchell's mailbag. Go ahead, Mitchell. What do you have? Alrighty. Question number two comes from Taylor in Dunmore. Taylor asks, I have a bond portfolio of mutual funds that has been absolutely hammered this year. Yeah, that's right. I have never seen anything like it. My advisor says it's time to buy more, but I'm afraid to add here while interest rates are rising. Aren't higher interest rates bad for bonds? Well, Taylor, thanks for listening in Dunmore. And yes, interest rates going up. Um, at least temporarily pushes down the price of bonds. 
but your advisor might be onto something. Now, I don't know exactly what type of bonds, high risk, low risk, municipal, there's all different styles of bonds. But if you have a quality bond portfolio, this is, you're right, this is a year like we've never seen before. The aggregate bond index is down, was down over uh, 10% to start the year through June. It's getting back down near those levels again because interest rates are climbing. That has pushed it down. But w- just to put it in perspective, back in the financial crisis days of 2008, it was only down 2.9%, and that was the last down year, I believe. So this is all new. However, your advisor might be on to something. If it's quality, bonds generally tend to go back up over time because they have maturity dates. As long as they don't default, and the default rate right now is very low, as long as there's not a lot of defaults going on, those $1,000 bonds that go and trade down to $800, $700 or less do eventually have a way of climbing back up to that $1,000 par mark. So this for bond buyers, I think may be the beginning of an opportunity to average in. Again, that same principle, dollar cost average in. Could it get worse? Sure it can. Will it get better? I'm very confident that down the road it will. That's my best opinion. All right. We got time for one more question in Mitchell's mailbag. Mitchell, what you got? Already last, but certainly not least. Question number three comes from Michelle in Old Forge. Michelle asks, how do you think interest rates will go? Do you think we will be in a deep recession? And how long do you think a recession can last? Well, Michelle and Old Forge, that's cheating. That's three questions, D.C. Taylor. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. How are interest rates going to go? Well, Jerome Powell raised rates three quarters of a percent this past week, he has uh, said he's going to raise them throughout the end of the year. There are two more meetings coming up, mm-hmm. one right before the week before the midterm elections and one two weeks before Christmas. <laughs> Can he be the Grinch that stole Christmas, <laughs> D.C. Taylor? Yeah, could be. He was a few years back, raised yeah. them right before Christmas, had a big market sell-off. Yeah. That's what he is telling us he's going to do. We'll see. It depends. If we see... I'm sorry, if we see inflation come down a bit, maybe he will soften his stance. But he has told us he wants to get the Fed funds rate up to 4.6%. That will certainly slow the economy. And yes, I think that will send us into a tougher recession. And if he does that, that's only 1.1% to 1.35% from here. Mm. So could that be two rate hikes or three rate hikes if you break them up into smaller uh, denominations. I, I think we're getting near the end of the rate hike cycle either way. Remember, when you're raising rates, every point is $300 billion more in interest that we have to pay as taxpayers Oof. on our debt. Yeah. That's sky high right now. And also, we also have to take into consideration the cost of living um, that goes along with Social Security. Mm-hmm. Right. last year. Yeah. And at the end of the third quarter, Mm -hmm. when inflation is rising even faster, there'll be a new announcement on how much the cost of living expenses are going up for Social Security. They love it, people on Social Security, Mm -hmm. but we have to pay it. Right. So we're raising taxes all around uh, on everybody Mm -hmm. for that. So I do not think rates go on forever. A recession, generally, the history, past history, D.C. Taylor? Uh, not a guarantee of future results. But I'll give it to you anyway. Okay. <laughs> past history would say a recession average lasts just, just about one year 
in time. All right. And usually when they announce, and they have not announced that we're in a recession. Right. Right? They're saying, no, 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 it's not a recession. Even though it was two down quarters of GDP, <laughs> right. which is traditionally a recession. Right. The guys who, who, there is a department that proclaims official recessions, they have not announced it yet. They say, when you announce it, when they announce that, they will say that we've already been in a recession for six months, which means we'll be halfway over. And that's why last week on the program, we told you, Kiplinger said, the best day to buy when you're in a recession for the market, the best day to buy is the day they announce that we're in a recession. Yeah. Because you're almost halfway through or a little bit more than halfway through it. All right. That's it. There you go. Thank you. We'll hope Kipling is right, right? Yes, well, we hope. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for uh, thank you for that, Nick, and uh, thank you for your questions here in Mitchell's mailbag portion of the Your Financial Future program. Again, send that email to nick at njcinvestments.com if you have a uh, financial question there. And uh, our own colleague in the field, Mitchell Dimitrik, will uh, collect all the emails. Put in the subject line, Mitchell's mailbag, and uh, Mitchell will collect all those emails and uh, get us a... It always gives us a, a good variety of topics every week on the show. Thank you, Mitchell Dimitrik, for that. Thank you, DC. Thank you, Nick, for having me on the show each and every Saturday morning. Enjoy your first fall weekend, and I'll look forward to speaking to both of you on the first day of October how next about, Saturday. How about right. that? Nice. October right around the corner. Well, thanks, Mitchell, for everything you do on the program. We'll look forward to your questions next Saturday. You have a wonderful fall weekend yourself. See you next Saturday. Sounds good. Take care. That again, Mitchell Dimitrik, our always intern here on the program. Love to have him every week, DC. Absolutely. Does a great job for Sure us. does. Well, how much time do we have left on the program? Well, about uh, two and a half minutes. I here. knew we were running pretty close, so I thought we'd move right on okay. to the Oracle of Omaha and his stock picks right now. This was from an article from Finance Buzz that is posted on Yahoo Finance. Okay. And it was updated on September 22nd. I guess that was Thursday, right? Right. Okay. It's entitled, Warren Buffett Loves These Three Dividend Stocks That Print Over $1.5 Billion a Year. For him. He's doing okay, okay DC. Sure. Between July of this year and July 2023, Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett's company, will earn about $6 billion in revenues mm -hmm. from dividends. Right. And $1.5 billion of that comes from these three stocks mentioned in this article. And again, check it out online at Yahoo Finance under the Finance Buzz, uh, written by the Finance Buzz Company. It's by Kylie Smith. And, the, and Kylie goes on to say, uh, this, off, this is a prime example of how investing in stable, time-tested businesses can give investors a sturdy foundation in a wildly fluctuating economy. I think we have that. Okay. Okay. Yes, so let's take a look quickly. <laughs> Number one, Chevron CVX is your symbol, trading at about $144, down on Friday, pretty decent, down 6%, but still up 23.3% year-to-date on CVX. And one of the world's largest oil companies, of course, with a dividend yield right now of 3.92. Next up, Kraft Heinz. Kraft mm -hmm. Heinz is actually down 5% year-to-date, trading at 33.92, one of the world's largest, I think the world third biggest food company in the U.S., fifth largest in the world, currently with a 4.72% dividend yield. And let's move on quickly to number three. One of the largest banks, a merger between Mellon Financial and Bank of New York. It's Bank of New York Mellon. 
Okay. How creative. <laughs> BK is the symbol trading at about 40.17 on Friday, down a bit. It did hit a 52-week low on Friday. It's down 30.84% year-to-date, but has a 3.68% dividend yield. The bottom line of the article, when times are tough, it pays to have a reliable source of cash flow. There you go. There you have it, TC. Thanks for your help on today's program. You're very welcome. And let's remind everyone, there is never a bad time to make a good investment. If you have any questions on today's program, give us a ring at NJC Investments 570-586-5030. Thanks again for tuning in this morning on 94.3 FM, The Talker. May God bless you and may God bless America. Make it a great week. We'll see you next Saturday. This has been a FilmWise presentation. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin & Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC.